I want to turn our attention back to that second reading. Several years ago, I had a brief conversation with a lector, not from our parish. I commended her reading, and she said that she was an English teacher. Then she spontaneously added, I enjoy reading, except when it's Paul's writings. I just don't understand him. So let's look at what Paul tells the Corinthians. Our goal is to understand what he was telling them and through that to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. The Apostle Paul tells the Corinthians, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And then he concludes with an aspiration that we all should desire to be able to say, follow my example as I follow Christ. Because it matters what Christians do. My actions and yours have consequences that go beyond the immediate situation. Some are more important than others. How do we know the difference? What is our guide if the issue does not appear totally right or wrong? Well, the issue for the Corinthians was where to eat and what. Meat often came from a temple where an animal had been sacrificed. In pagan temples, which were in Corinth, such meat was available on a restaurant-like basis. A person would go into the temple at mealtime and eat, plus enjoy some of the decadent festivities. Meat that was left over, and there was always plenty, was sold in a public market. Now, one thing was clear. A Christian should not go to the temple to eat since it was a direct connection with idolatry. But buying and eating temple meat from the market was not the same thing. There were implications, and yet it was not an absolute right or wrong issue. Now let's go back to the foundational thought. Everything that we do as Christians has significance. But not everything has the same level of significance. Do you live with that awareness that what you do is significant to the Lord? If you're not often aware of that, then there is more for you to learn about what it means to belong to Christ. If you do live with that awareness, then maybe you've matured to a place where you've learned how to judge matters rather well. Or less desirable, you live with a lot of rules. How do we follow Jesus? 
One way is to follow others who have learned what it means to follow Jesus in a way that honors God. Paul was that kind of person. That is why he could say to the Corinthian Christians, follow me as I follow Christ. Let's think about the kind of commitment that would enable us to tell someone else who is interested in Jesus, watch me. I seek to follow Jesus. Following Jesus means choosing what is beneficial and constructive. And not just for ourselves. Following Jesus means doing the good of others rather than ourselves. Now, in things that are neither totally right or wrong, we're free to do what is best. But how do we determine what is best? One thing to consider is conscience. I hope you already know to obey your conscience. Even more important, allow Scripture and the church to shape your conscience. And then notice and follow godly people. But most of all, we look to Jesus. The scriptures describe him over and over. He was the good shepherd who gave his life for the sheep. He died for us when we were still God's enemies in our sins. He did not hang on to his equality with God, but humbled himself. Jesus did not seek his own good, but the good of others. Now from that, take another look at Paul. This man who said, follow me as I follow Christ. Paul's concern for people was that they would understand and desire the gospel. He says that for that, he is willing to be all things to all people. But why? Because I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Paul would limit his personal freedom so that people would not misunderstand and have an impediment to the gospel. That's his point in saying, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. You and I can be in situations where we do or do not do something that will affect other, someone else's understanding of, of Christian commitment. Following Jesus in that situation means that we try to do what is best for the other person to understand what it means to follow Jesus. We'll not do it perfectly, but if that is our heart's desire, Jesus will help us. We come into Lent this coming week. A great Lenten exercise would be to ask the Lord to help you be the kind of Christian 
who wants to be able to say, follow my example as I follow Christ. Now the bottom line here is an attitude of love. Love for Jesus and love for those who need to find his forgiving love. A love that chooses not to do anything that would cause someone else to misunderstand the gospel. So here, one more time, Paul's admonition. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Pray to live each day with an awareness that your actions can help others either understand or misunderstand what it means to follow Jesus. We'll not always know exactly the right thing to do. Part of that comes from learning to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. But there's one thing that we can all do right now. Decide in the depth of our hearts to make a commitment that everything I do, I want to honor the Lord. If you do that, then you will be able to say in utmost sincerity and humility, follow my example as I follow Christ.